Hey guys, welcome back to the Bronco Bar, now episode 3, and I'm your co-host Sabal Dongi. And I'm Lauren. And today we're here with Summer, and today we're going to be talking with Summer about medical careers, medical pathways, and um, just clearing up any confusion about med- medicine. And we have my dog in the back, his name is Max, <laughs> but he's not part of this interview. Um, Lauren, would you like to take it away? Yeah, hey guys, welcome back to episode 3. Um, if you've continued with us on this journey for the third episode, thank you for being here. Um, if you hear slight breathing in the back, maybe it sounds like asthma, um, bronchitis, something like that. That is Sabal's dog. Um, hopefully it's, you know, it learns some medical advice from Summer because that has a little bit of issues. Um, yeah, so first off, we're just gonna bring some lightness into the mood. Spring break is coming up, you know, summer is gonna be coming Yes. Yay. I'm also summer. So. Summer Sakon. There yes. we go. That's the voice you'll be hearing a lot tonight. Yeah, I talk a lot. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, first off, um, rapid fire questions. Rapid fire questions. Okay. What is your go to drink? Um, I really like Dutch, and if it's Dutch, strawberry peach rebel blended. But if I don't have time to go to Dutch, I'll probably drink like mm. a Celsius. Which is like really bad for you, and I swear they're like gonna kill me one day. Oh, yeah. But like I don't care because everything kills you eventually. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. Right? Even yeah. the air we breathe. Even the right. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, Celsius. Um, peach vibe specifically. I like peaches. Oh, that's a good. Oh, flavor. I love peaches. Yeah. Peaches are so good. What's your favorite color? My favorite color is light pink. I'm basic. Mm. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Can yeah. I test on this? Um, I mean, sure. I mean, like. I don't really know. I, what do you guys think? Um, let us know if you if you have complaints about it. Let mm, us know. But yeah, I mean, it's whatever. It's what, light, fun, airy environment. I was gonna yeah. say I'm a basic beast. So <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh yeah. PSA to everyone listening. If you guys have any questions or any suggestions for future episodes or anything like that, or you want to be on, if you want to be yeah. on, please let us know. Yeah. Please let us know. Um. There's always polls on our Instagram too. If you don't have Instagram, glad you. Have gotten onto this without social media good for you not having social media yeah it's really great what's your favorite social media app um i think the one i spend the most time on is definitely tiktok mm-hmm. but snapchat is my favorite um like i just think it's so much fun like i can see everyone's faces all the time and i'm like really 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 sentimental so like i oh. like looking back through my memories and like that's something that I have. Like I'm super sentimental. That's why I have summer's friends because I can oh, yeah. scroll back yeah. and like see exactly mm. what I was doing on like what day or whatever. So yeah, I'm really sentimental. Oh yeah, if you want to see the social life at Clovis North, <laughs> yeah. literally anyone is featured in it. Go to summer's friends. Summer's friends, lol on Instagram. On I'll post Instagram. a picture of this. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Right. What's your favorite day of the week? Um. Okay, Friday because like controversial opinion. I Loki like school. Right now, maybe mm. because I'm a senior, but like I like yes. seeing all my friends at school, and all my classes are like pretty easy. And um, I low key like Friday because I'm like super excited for the weekend, and then I usually have something fun planned Friday after school. Mm-hmm. So it's like Fridays are like my favorite day because I like going to school right now, probably because mm-hmm. I don't have any work to do. But yeah. What do you think about the Clovis North basketball program? <laughs> Compared uh, to Clovis East basketball program. Right, okay, so um, as an avid fan of both teams, um, I will say, this is like, I actually get this, this is actually so funny. I've gotten this question before because basically over the summer, like randomly, the Clovis East basketball team just kind of like, like some of them showed up to my birthday party. 
Um, cause like one of my friends, we had some mutual friends. And so, yeah, basically became friends with them through that. We spent like a lot of the summer together after that, we went to camp together and stuff. And then the close North basketball team, I'm just kind of close with cause like, like a lot of my best friends play mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, like specifically a lot of my best friends play basketball. So Clippers with basketball, I literally went to like 15 games this year. <laughs> I don't really, I literally went to so many games for literally no reason. But, like, you know, I like watching basketball. I've always liked watching basketball. If you ask me anything about basketball, I do not have an answer for you. <laughs> but I do like going. I like seeing my best friends play. And a lot of times I take my little brother with me because he actually knows basketball. But I do. I am an avid fan of the Cloverfield basketball team and the boys on the team. So. Noted. I'm personally a volleyball <laughs> yeah, person. I'm hypocritical because no. my boyfriend's on the volleyball team. But I literally have not gone to a single basketball game since I was... In eighth grade because COVID happened. Really? Oh my I, god, I went to so many of them last year. This is this is a note from Summer. If you're listening, go watch the boys' basketball play. No, they're really they're good. They're really good this year. And like this year also, because all this there's like a bunch of seniors and I'm also like really close friends with all the seniors. Mm-hmm. You I was like also like two of my um my best friends that are girls, mm-hmm. they play girls' basketball mm-hmm. games are right after. Oh yeah. So I just no, and the energy know. seems fun. Like yeah, definitely it is. Like if we're winning, it's hype. Yeah. Oh, we won, like most of our games in track. So. Oh, yeah. This is something. Quick note to bring up: the student sections are so much fun. Yes. Oh my god! If you're really not into like football games or like 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 school spirit type stuff, I think like for sure football games are like mm-hmm. probably like some of the best memories I've had. Maybe I'm just saying that because I'm a leadership kid. And I'm, uh-huh. Like you know what I'm saying? But it they're actually so much fun. They're like when you get like into it and like hype. Especially if it's like your senior year, it's like your last year. I would mm-hmm. totally recommend getting into it because I didn't go to that many football games last year, but I went to all of them this year. Yeah, even if you don't like sports, if you don't even enjoy Dude, athletics at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so. What is a wide receiver? I cannot tell you. Like, sometimes you get like six points, sometimes you get seven points. Dude, I don't even know how it works, but like. Yeah, it's know, fun. So. And it's just something to do with your friends. Yeah. And it's a great just, way to meet new people. Yeah, I've yeah. met so many oh, new yeah. people just standing by someone and yeah. accidentally bumping them, be like, sure. oh, hey, sorry. Yeah. You're like, and oh, also, like, by the way. And also, like, in and out after those football games, a lot of people go to in and out. So many people. So many people from so many different schools. Everywhere. Like, I have so many friends from so many different schools. Honestly, I think a lot of that's because of just, like, the connections mm-hmm. that you get from literally in and out <laughs> post-football game. <laughs> and the lines are going to be so long, and you're going to be so hungry, and you honestly probably won't even <laughs> get food. But it's so worth it. It's amazing. Yeah, so if anyone wants to go meet some new people, everyone's so nice. Okay, that's something, yeah. a stereotype. Another stereotype that needs to be broken. Leadership kids are not as mean as people like think they are. No doubt. They just know a lot of people, and they know a lot of people. Um, all the people I've known in the student section or after football games or anything – so nice so no, yeah. such positive group of people and i love being around them and i think it just makes like the environment so great like i'd much rather just like you know chill there instead of just like hanging out in the dutch parking lot dude 10 o'clock dude i'm yeah no it's way more like i mean like if you have nothing to do on like a friday night honestly you might just go to like a football game you might like actually fall in love with it really, it's, like, not that fun, yeah. But, yeah okay yeah, yeah definitely but moving on now to like the career like um okay. so like when you're growing up like uh, when somebody asks you what you want to be did you know what you wanted to be okay so my parents are both doctors and i'm gonna be like so real on this like my dad grew up in clovis california mm-hmm. so he's from india like he just came here when he was young mm-hmm. but my dad grew up in clovis he went to clovis high my mom on the other hand lived in india so she was like she's like more traditional mm-hmm. and my parents never really forced me to be a doctor growing up which i guess is a stereotype a lot of people have and i always say this stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason 
Like, there's a reason there's a stereotype, but that's not how it was in my family growing up. Mm -hmm. But I always kind of knew that I wanted to be a doctor, and I don't know if this goes for my siblings, because I have a younger sister and a younger brother. But me, I always knew I wanted to be a doctor, and I think I really, like, the way my parents grew up, like, people always say, oh, well, your parents are both doctors. They're really, like, forcing you to be a doctor. But at the same time, when you're a child of doctors, you kind of see the, like, really like lows of it too and i think that's something that people don't really think about but you see like the long schedule you see the stress you see the waking up in the middle of the night because you're getting a pager like mm-hmm. you see all the different parts of the medicine you see the fact that you don't get that much time off you see the fact that you see all the different sides of it you see the, the benefits too you know what i'm saying but you also mm-hmm. see a lot of the negatives so i think when i was younger i kind of like just knew i was like i want to be a doctor because I just like this is so cliche but i want to make people feel good and mm-hmm. i feel like that's something that you know for a long time but ever since I was also I was like obsessed with Grey's Anatomy (laughs) real low-key like romantic hella romanticizes Mm -hmm. like medicine Uh but like I mean it's like oh good if you're trying to like thinking about it like I mean might as well like (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, I think I always knew I wanted to be a doctor so going forth to your senior year you applied for medical programs in schools Mm -hmm. so you mentioned seven-year medical programs Is that the only step applying for a seven-year medical program? Can you explain a little bit like pre-med and that type of thing? Yeah, okay, so this is something that was just specifically towards me. So I'm 100% sure that I want to be a doctor, and that's Mm because I've taken a lot of different steps over the past four years of my high school career to make sure this is what I want, because you don't Oh wait, can we stop right there for a sec? So going to the steps, what classes would you recommend? Okay. Because there's AP Bio, AP Chem, yeah. stuff like that. Would you recommend those classes? So I'll talk about what I did. So this is specifically towards Clovis Norton. Since I'm graduating this year, I'm going to go complete ham on moving <laughs> on because I'm just going like, to be like, like completely honest. So my freshman year, I took like the like AP classes. I think I took, actually it's not true. I took Math 2. I didn't take Honors Math 2. Most people take Honors Math 2, but I took regular Math 2. Mm-hmm. And then I took AP Hug, Honors English 9, honors chemistry and like i think mean, service leadership and so i was in zero period and uh whatever the other class was i don't remember what it was but uh, oh, i took french so i was in french three because i took french before so i took french three freshman year kind of like the regular classes i didn't i did pretty good in those like i think i did like i think i got all a's both years um mm-hmm. so that was something that was pretty good um and then my sophomore year i took like a little bit more harder classes but you have to think about the fact that i was also like online Mm-hmm. So, um, actually take that back. I think freshman year I did get a few Bs. I think my like first semester because I got really sick, whatever. Um, but sophomore year I took AP Bio, AP French, and AP World. Those are the three APs I took. And then along with that, I took Honors Math 3. So I did the jump from Math 2 to Math 3. Mm-hmm. And then I did um, uh, those three APs. Honestly, AP Bio online, I'm, I had Olsen. If you guys go to North and you know Olsen, oh my god, that was a train wreck. Literally, <laughs> that class was so hard. I think online, I also didn't have Tara. I know people talk very, very highly of Tara. Now, it was Mr. Mr. Olsen's first year teaching bio and only year teaching bio. Thanks to him something. Um, oh my god, that class was a disaster. And also the fact that it was online made it 10 times harder, but I fell in love with bio. Like, that's kind of, mm-hmm. like, the one thing where I was like, OMG, this class is so fun. And, like, it was so hard, but it's, I think AP Bio is a really important, like, uh, class to take in high school. And I actually talked to some of my other friends about this. Like, literally, like, I was talking to Sean, uh, Sean Wong about this, like, two days ago. He was talking about how AP Bio is a class that really told him, like, taught him how to study. And mm-hmm. that's, like, something, it's really, really, like, 
really, really heavy. It's really, really dense information. It's so much information to remember so much of it. And it's hard because the AP test is application-based. It's not just memorization. Mm -hmm. But I think AP bio specifically really teaches you how to study. And a lot of times, like, you'll have to, like, retake bio in college. Like, you're going to have to be, you probably don't have to retake bio in college unless mm -hmm. you get, like, a five. Um, I got a five on the AP test, but I literally, like, grinded that out. Like, I really wanted a five. Um, so I think AP bio is a really important class to take. Definitely. I think junior year, oh my god, was so hard for me. I took AB, Calc AB, not even BC, and that was literally the hardest math class I've ever taken. Miss Lemus is a great teacher, bro. I could not handle that class. I took AP Chem with choiring. Do not recommend. 100% do not recommend. Okay? That class was, I don't think I ever learned anything. I got B's in that class both semesters. And Calc also, I got B's in those. And I'm going to here be the first one to say this. You can get B's. I already said this. I got a B in honors English 10 too, first semester. So, like, mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and be the one to be like, yeah, you know those kids at our school have, like, freaking 4.6 GPAs? Yeah, you know what? Good for you. But that doesn't, just because you got a few B's, and I got a bunch of B's, doesn't mean that, you're like, you're done. I'm not valedictorian. I'm not salutatorian. But that doesn't, like, change the fact mm -hmm. of all the stuff that I did. Because um, it was hard. My schedule was hard. I think I took AP Comp, whatever. I think I took um, APES, which is really, really good AP. If you took AP Bio and AP Hug, totally take APES. Um, and then I took AP Psych. Literally the best class I've ever taken. Miss mm. Crossman, shout out. Oh my God, I love her. Psych fan. That was literally like the best class I've ever taken at Clovis North by far. Mm -hmm. Maybe because the teacher was so good. Maybe because my class was so good. Maybe because of full people. Oh my God, that class was what was like, oh my God, I want to do psych. I want to be a psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like, just looking at the way the mind works and, like, the brain works, oh, my God. I mm -hmm. would have ate psych up, dude. Oh, my Agreed. God. I literally, Agreed. like, lived and breathed that class. Like, I loved it. I loved it. Psych was definitely take psych. Like, if you're into it, Miss Crossman was also, like, super good. Like, she's super understanding. Mm -hmm. um, and then this year, I'm taking, like, pretty chill classes. I'm in, like, AP Gov, which Mr. Mr. Nitschke. <laughs> I know people have controversial opinions about Mr. Nitschke, but he's literally my fave. Love him. Like, mm -hmm. I think he's a good teacher. I think Gov is way easier than, I'm also in AP Macro, so you only take one, but I'm in both. I think Gov is easier than Macro, but it depends on what your strengths are, because I know some people think that Macro is way easier, but I'm just not good at Macro. Um, and then I'm taking stats with Mr. Harris. Love Mr. Harris. Like, my senior classes are amazing. Super, super fun. Super, super easy. I'm in AP Physics with Mr. Kip. Um, that class is a breeze also. Oh, yeah. The That's point like, system the point for system. attendance, yeah. But I think, like, AP Physics, not that important to take, but, like, otherwise, like, if you're, like, younger and you think about what classes you need to take, definitely AP Bio, and I think AP Bio is an important one. AP Chem, if you have, like, a, you know, like, if you get Barry, I don't know how that's going this year. I've heard it's still not that good. Um, but I know that, like, AP Bio is a good, really good class. Definitely mm -hmm. take that's like my number one recommendation. If you can, take it. Even if it's in your senior year, take it. I took mm -hmm. AP Bio sophomore year. That's because I did like the whatever like regular AP track. But like mm -hmm. there's some people that take it junior year. There's some people that take it senior year. And I would just say take it in general. Maybe not your senior year if you don't like want to have an easier schedule. That's just mm -hmm. um, But otherwise, I think something's going to really solidify if you want to be in medicine. Like I did a bunch of things. So my sophomore year, I actually got super lucky with this, but my neighbor, he um, used to work with a professor from UCLA on like case studies. And I will say this, if you don't, I would say this, I've been very blessed and privileged to have the connections that I do have, but also reaching out to people, there's always residents at St. Agnes oh, yeah. that need help on these case studies and doing like easy stuff. Cause I did one with a resident from St. Agnes as well. So I did one at UCLA and I did one at mm -hmm. St. Agnes. Um, and so those things, it's kind of shows like the academia side, 
of, of medicine. So it's kind of like a different, it's a different thing, but it's kind of like, you know, paperwork. This, it's not all just like, mm-hmm. here, how's your heartbeat? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, medicine, you know, like, it's not just that, you know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. another side of it. Um, so I really definitely think that that was some, something that was important for me to do. I did that over COVID. So mm-hmm. I had so much free time. I mean, I think I was just lucky that way, but I, they were both published in journals. Um, so one thing, one of them has like, so, like so many reads. I think it has like almost like 400k reads, which is a oh lot because it's published online. And then the other one is published in like a digestive journal, but mm-hmm. the UCLA one was probably a lot more work. Um, but that's just cause like Dr. Sob knew exactly what he wanted. But if you're someone like, I would say totally reach out to like, a, like someone, maybe you don't feel like you don't know, like you can mm-hmm. reach out to residents and stuff. They always look, they're always looking for help. Yeah. Um, something else I didn't know until this year, you can go out and reach out to your counselors and your teachers and the schools have like hookups for yeah. other programs. There was an email that was sent out by the counseling center about summer programs. And there was ones through Harvard, Yale, Stanford, yeah. all of these really prestigious colleges that want kids to come in and help. Yeah. And, and if you feel like you're unqualified, reach out anyway. Like, even if you feel like, oh, maybe I don't have the grades, maybe, you know, like, maybe I'm not good enough, try anyway. Like, there's no harm in reaching out for that, especially yeah. in Fresno. Fresno is all about connections. Yes. If you want to move out of Fresno, still, that's so helpful. So, yeah. And if you got that passion, just go for yeah, it. Go yeah, for yeah. It. And yeah, definitely. Like, you, they're like, they have those um, programs for a lot of different things. And I will say, like, those programs, like, at Yale and Harvard and stuff, they're not that, not too difficult to get into mm-hmm. because they kind of just want to bring students to their campus. And you can get a lot of, like, great, like, connections through there because you're honestly, like, sure, you're, like, a lot of kids get in there, but, like, you're still getting the opportunity to go to that school. If that's the school you really want to go to, your dream school, definitely, I would say, like, mm-hmm. I think the UCs do a few of them and stuff. Um, but otherwise, other extracurriculars that I did, I did a bunch of shadowing. So, me and myself, I have, like, a bunch of extracurriculars that I did through school. Like, I'm on ASB, I'm on ISC. I'm, assist team. I'm an assist team. <laughs> My VP. Yeah, I'm an assist teens. I, like did a bunch of like different like those are kind of like not that important but i think something really important to show that you really like want to be a doctor is shadowing because if you don't really get to like see that front line mm-hmm. like actually seeing how the doctors are in the workplace but you think you want to be a doctor are you really sure you want to be a doctor without mm-hmm. really being like to put your like put yourself in their shoes like really see what they're doing like really mm-hmm. see what they're doing i think something that was like so crazy to me this summer i shadowed a gi doctor so that's basically like a stomach doctor and it was at the endoscopy center. Oh my god! And I'm like, oh, my dad's yeah, actually a GI sure. doctor, so this is kind of like my own connection that I got this way. But um, I was like, okay, cool. I've also shot like a bunch of other doctors that like weren't related to my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one specific instance, oh my god, they literally was like so crisp. Like they literally like the patient rolls in. They're like talking to me. The like uh, anesthesiologist does like gives them like their like medicine or whatever. They're out, just straight up uncover and take the camera up. And then you can just see everything on the screen. I'm just sitting there in the back of the room with my hand covered up my eyes like, oh my god. And they're like using like a suction, okay? And there's like particles coming out, okay? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, oh my god. Like thinking that this is what my father does at work every day. Uh-huh. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> but that's real. That's like, that's that specialty. That's what it is, mm-hmm. right? And so like, you, you don't know that, you don't know how it's really going to be until you're in that position and you're like, oh my god, I cannot do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't do this. And, like, people are like, oh, don't be scared of blood, whatever. You, there is no blood there. But it's like, you know, that was, like, that was my mm-hmm. initial, that was, like, me, and I was like, okay, I am not doing this specialty. Yeah. I, there's no, and even then, like, specialties change a lot. Mm-hmm. So you never know. But shadowing, death was super, super important. Mm-hmm. 
So would you say someone before they apply for med school to reach out and get those connections, even if they don't do a shadow, maybe there's no time, yeah. they should at least talk to a doctor or someone in that yeah, position? Yeah, and honestly, like, with shadowing, like, there's usually not that, like, much time, but also, like, I, oops, sorry. Um, you can also, like, kind of, like, if you have a friend that's a doctor, like, you have a, there's also a club, we go to club this morning. So many parents So many parents are doctors. Reach out to one of your close friends, or not even close friends, just friend, be like, Hey, um, your parents are doctor, right? Like, this is kind of a stretch, but like, can I shadow them? Oh, just a quick example. So I wanted to be a psychiatrist for the longest time. I love psychology. Um, I love to study the mind, the brain, all that. I reached out to my friend, Ganit Sandhu. Her yeah. dad is a psychiatrist. I did a podcast for my neuroscience class with him and discussed it with him. And after that, literally a 10 minute combo, maybe six minutes. I don't even know. I knew I didn't want to be that. I was like, yeah. this isn't the path. I want to go down. Five to ten minute conversation. It's that simple. And I feel like that was such a huge indicator. And it opened up more opportunities for what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I think you definitely like want to be sure before putting all this work in. You want to be sure oh, about yeah. it. And even me thinking about it right now, like it kind of is like a scary thought. So it's in the back of my mind. Like, did I do all this work? And I'm like, like for nothing. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, like sure enough in the fact that like I've done the work that was necessary. I did mm -hmm. what was necessary. And, okay, so, like, now we're talking about, like, the seven-year programs and, like, the eight-year programs that I applied for. So, in, like, the United... There's, like, a... Okay, so, basically, there's, like... This is how I think of it. There's, like, a few different ways you can, like, be a doctor. You can be, like... Which is basically, like, the first way that a lot of people do it. You go to a four-year school, get your four years, get your bachelor's or whatever. Probably, I would recommend in science, but it doesn't have to be. Because mm -hmm. the doctor that I shadowed, her bachelor's wasn't in science. It was a bachelor's of arts. So, genuinely, it doesn't matter. But... Mm -hmm. I think sometimes if you have bachelor's of science, it kind of prepares you for the MCAT a little bit more. Science meaning chemistry, like biology. Like chemistry, bio, like mm -hmm. psych. If at that school, it's at psych. Because psych kind of, sometimes it's bachelor of arts. Yeah. Sometimes BA, sometimes BS. Um, but, um, so you kind of do your four years. You finish up, you take the MCAT. Hopefully you do good. If not, you can take it again. Um, like kind of like the SAT. Then you apply to medical schools with all the stuff that you did in your fourth. And then it's kind of like this, kind of like applying to college all over again. Mm -hmm. Which to me, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Because I was like, I am not about to take, what if I don't match? What if I don't match someone? What if I don't get anywhere? And what if I get in somewhere that's like DO versus MD? I'll get into that too, because that's something important mm -hmm. too. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to do that. Then there's like option number two. So basically you can apply these seven, these like seven or eight year medical school programs, but they're not necessarily guaranteed. So like you can still do the three years or the four years, which because so seven year programs, it's three years undergrad four years medical school or mm -hmm. eight years it's four years undergrad four years medical school so i was just like if it's not guaranteed i'm not doing that like what mm -hmm. if I, I still get a high enough mcat score mm -hmm. to be able to like they like the spot that they say for me i get that or they can give it to another student that's applying somewhere else so there's that or there's like the third option which is what i wanted to do which is where you do a four plus four program but it's guaranteed like as long as you keep your gpa this high for your first for four years of college, you have a spot here. As mm -hmm. long as your GPA is this high. And you just a GPA requirement. You can look that stuff. It's specific from school to school. But that's when I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. Because you know what? If I want to be a doctor and I don't want to be a doctor, I want to make sure that I have that spot. I'm not stressed mm -hmm. about taking the MCAT again. I'm not stressed about like doing the whole SAT process over again. Which like I'm actually like like you wouldn't think so, but like a thousand on the SAT is what's equal to a five hundred on the MCAT. So like a thousand on the SAT, I guess people would say that's low, but that's the average. Mm -hmm. Um, and then a five hundred on the MCAT, but like a lot of those schools, like like you just need to get like a five ten or something. 
So mm-hmm. if you're like pretty good, like I mean you can maybe chew like the MCAT and then like have them save your seat. But like with me, I was like, oh my god, I'm not doing all that. I'm not taking a test mm-hmm. again. I'm not gonna be stressed about that again. I'm gonna do the guaranteed path. So in like California, there's literally only one school that does guarantee anymore, and that's Lake Erie School of Osteopathic Medicine. So that's not even MD. That's a DO. So basically, like they they have. Oh, I'll talk about MD versus DO first. So MD is probably the one that you guys probably hear about the most. It's like a doctor of medicine. Um, that's like one other badge. It'll say MD, or you can doctors, but it also says DO. And they're still doctors. They're still doctors, but obviously, like, low key, sometimes people like DOs get like a weird rep because they're like, oh, they're not really MDs. Like they're not really doctors. They're literally the same exact thing, except mm-hmm. DOs learn oh, like actually they learn they learn more. And one of the reasons that I applied to the DO program in California was because. Like, especially Fresno is a really underserved area. Um, you wouldn't think about it because, like, where we live, we're very, very, very privileged. But, like, there's also, like, go past Shaw and, like, it's a oh whole my different gosh, Fresno. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different Fresno. And obviously, we do a lot through assistance and stuff can really mm-hmm. see, like, the other side of it. Um, and so, like, um, basically, like, DOs, they learn another side of uh, another little, like, thing. It's called OMM. Um, and OMM is basically, like, a, a, like they kind of take, like, the whole body as a whole and they kind of, like, it, they use their hands like maneuver and like kind of like it's more like um what is the word i can't think of it right now holistic it's more holistic mm-hmm. in a way where they're like not immediately not gonna be like okay let's give you this medicine they're gonna be like let's see if we can fix this with this first before we jump into that so it's like a little bit more holistic mm-hmm. um and so it's also like really like a very inexpensive procedure and the reason why i got into that was like okay if i'm living in fresno and i'm coming back to fresno eventually which is like get to that too um if i'm going back to fresno eventually I want to be able to like not have healthcare is so expensive. Healthcare is so expensive, and if you have another tool like that, literally already with you, like OMM, like you can. That's very very cheap. You literally dealt with your hands. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So that's like basically the only difference between osteopathic medicine and medical. Literally the only difference. You mm-hmm. just learn a little bit more, and it's a whole different school. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just have, like less kids that apply to DOs too. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's just one of the schools I applied to. Um, I also applied to another school in um. Florida, that's a deal. That's like the like the ones that are like for sure you're gonna go from like your four year to your um like medical school. The ones that are like like you know for sure for sure, those are like kind of like slipping away like really really fast because like I don't know like there are not really that many of them anymore. So that's why I honestly didn't apply to that many programs. This is a quick interview with someone's dog. <laughs> My bad, Max. Wait, Sorry, continue. No, it's Max. Okay. He's so cute. Okay. But that was basically with me. Is like honestly, there's not that many that you can just jump from one to one. Like mm-hmm. those are kind of rare. But um, another program I applied for is in Ireland, and I know this is so crazy. <laughs> okay. This is so crazy. This is so crazy. But it's the Royal College of Surgeons in Ireland. If anyone is into this, oh, I can I like. About that. If anyone is into like wanting to like Loki go to Ireland, like hit me up. I can give you like. <laughs> it's like, it's like the, oh my god! The process is like insanity. But like. I'm always like I'm really into traveling. I've been really privileged to be able to travel with my parents and stuff. And I've been to Ireland before, and I would definitely like actually could see myself going there. It's a big change. I'm 17 years old, right? I'm 17 mm-hmm. years old right now. I have lived in Fresno since I was seven or eight, mm-hmm. so I was born in Pennsylvania, and um, this has been my home for so long. I did it like my whole like sixth, like seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth at like Banner Ridge and Columbus Lawrence. So this is kind of like a big change, right? But for me, I feel like I'd actually be able to do it. So obviously I'd rather stay in LA, but if possible, I mean, I'll go to Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause the Ireland program is like 
literally five years or six years. So mm-hmm. that cuts a lot of time off. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's kind of that risk. You're doing your medical school abroad, you might not match back when you go to residency. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if, if you don't know this, but the way that medical school, when you become a doctor, you have to do your undergrad, your medical school, your residency, and then your fellowship. So there's like a bunch of different schools, like mm-hmm. so much school that goes into this. If you're not sure you don't want to do it, if you're only doing it for the money, and I know that sounds bad because, you know, people always say like, you know, doctors, I've had this discussion before, like even during the pandemic, like so many businesses fell through. Businessmen are very, very smart, obviously, mm-hmm. right? They make a lot of money, a lot less school, but it's not that stable. You know what I'm saying? Like that mm-hmm. came out of, the pandemic came out of nowhere. Everyone's freaking out. But doctors, no change because you still need doctors. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if the world is like going through it. Everyone's getting sick. You still mm-hmm. need doctors. And I just don't, or you still need nurses. You still need like people working in a hospital. You need like hospital is still stacked. Um, and so even then, like, you know, we always need more nurses, especially in mm-hmm. Fresno. Like if you still want to be in the medicine field, but you're like, don't want to do that much school. I think nursing is a really good option because it's way less schooling. Mm-hmm. I'm not like super, I never really did that much research into nursing because I was never, I knew I didn't want to do it. Um, but that was definitely it. And so, like the time span you said, how many years would that be from undergrad to after residency? It changes like oh, depending on like what your specialty is. Mm-hmm. So like you can do like it depends on like what your specialty that you choose. I think my dad did like a few years extra school than my mom, maybe like two or three, because after his fellowship, he went and did like some other like more specialized training. Mm-hmm. And so like because like you can do like specialized training. I think for a while like, he was one of the only people like 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 from like San Francisco like LA like was doing that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. he was doing it in Fresno because Fresno needs people to like you still need people to do that even my dad now I all the time he's sending patients up to, uh, up to San Francisco down to LA because there's just there's we don't have that capacity here mm-hmm. um and so like it's a like a lot of schooling and that's what I'll say if you're not 100% sure that you don't want to do that you're not 100% sure you want to do it don't don't even like yeah. be a hundred percent sure before you start the process because like I wouldn't say like once you're in you're too deep because that's not true but I mean that's kind of how you feel like that's not true like yeah you can be like th- three years into your undergrad and be like I can change my mind you can't change your mind and that's but then at the same time it hits you in the heart like I spent all these years doing mm-hmm. this for something that I can't even do anymore so I would say like you're you're early you're seventeen you're sixteen you're fifteen you're fourteen but like start thinking about it. Start thinking mm-hmm. about it. Like, is this really what I want to do? Because I know so many people that say that they want to be doctors, right? You, I know even seniors, my grade, that say they want to be doctors. And, like, I don't even know if I myself am cut out for it after all the stuff that I've done. I don't know if I'm going to make it all the way. But, like, you know, it's it's a long process. And also it depends on, like, what colleges you applied to. Sorry, I'm talking so much. <laughs> um, but, so I applied to a lot of private school four years. And that's only because at UC's, the UC to medicine pathway is so hard. And like, it's just because there's so much competition there. Mm-hmm. Think about UCLA. Think about the cream of the crop from each school that goes to UCLA. Mm-hmm. Then think about the top of the kids at UCLA applying to medical schools. So think mm-hmm. of the top of the kids from your school, go to UCLA. And out of all those top kids, those top kids, oh my God, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I, even myself, don't think I could ever like, <laughs> match up to those people people mm-hmm. like that in my grade right now people like that that can grind out the information oh my god that's not me like and there's no shot that out of those i, I make it to the top 10 percent of that class mm-hmm. because there's just so much competition and you know what all those kids want to be doctors and all those kids will be doctors mm-hmm. because they're the smartest kids but me i was like no no, no no i'm not trying to do that i'm not trying to get screwed up i'm not trying to go to like ucla oh, yeah. get messed up i don't even sure if i'll get into ucla you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying but i, I knew that was me i was like 
dude, I want to do this so bad. I don't want to go to UCLA. Mess up my GPA. High school, you can redo. Like, you can, mm-hmm. like, you know, you make these kinds. College is real. Mm-hmm. College is oh, a yeah. real, real deal. And you're paying for it. Like, I go to public, mm-hmm. we go to public school. You're not paying for school. You're mm-hmm. paying for those grades at this point. You're paying for that degree. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. For me, I was like, okay, I'm not going to apply to any, like, UC- I didn't apply to any UCs, which I think is, like, kind of crazy to a lot of kids in my grade. Mm-hmm. But I knew that wasn't going to go the UC pathway. And it's not to say you can't do the UC pathway. You can But it's just difficult. So I probably, like, applied for a lot of private schools, a lot of smaller schools, a lot of, like, public schools. Schools that, like, people would, like, not necessarily say are, like, good schools. And I said, and, like, like little quotations. Because they're still good schools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you would think, like, the best schools are, like, um, you know, like, like, I mean, like, okay, as you see, those are all public schools, too. But you know what I'm saying? Like, not those, like, selective, top of the top. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got, like, Berkeley, mm-hmm. UCLA, mm-hmm. UC San Diego, like, all those Stanford, oh my god, the amount of people that want to go to Stanford, oh my that is so bad, because all you, like, crazy children are working your butts off to go to Stanford, you're trying so hard, you're so smart, get rejected from that school, which, to me, is insane, because I know people that, like, got rejected from Stanford, I'm like, oh, OMG, I know people, like, this actually just happened, people that got waitlisted at UC Davis that got deferred from Stanford, and you would say deferred from Stanford isn't that big of a deal. Deferred from Stanford is crazy. <laughs> deferred from Stanford is crazy. That means they still want to look at you. Like deferred from Stanford, like I only know like five people in a Fresno that got deferred from Stanford. Because mm-hmm. if you got deferred from Stanford, congrats, bro. Congrats, you didn't get rejected because that's insane. And you think about that? You think about that? Like mm-hmm. so many people say Stanford is their dream school, and I hate watching like everyone get their like hearts crushed. Oh my god! I remember when I was younger, I was like. Yeah, UCLA is my safety. Like, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> like, no, UCLA is your UCLA is not gonna be your safety. Like you're a freshman right now, you're thinking, uh, maybe like UCSB is my safety. Girl, watch that change. Watch uh-huh. that change real quick when you realize how hard it is to get in those schools. And also, like college acceptances these days are like insane. Like watching like people mm-hmm. I know that are highly qualified get into schools, and like or highly qualified kids that don't get into schools. Luke Zhao. Luke Zhao got into like. Brown, I think. Yeah, he got into Brown, got rejected from like a bunch of other schools. Every every other UC man had a four point nine. Four point nine with he was on varsity golf, co curriculars, clubs. Crazy. Four point nine. He got it's rejected from most of Lottery at this point. It's, and yeah, honestly, it's I would so say there's random. something like I guess this is like my last thing, I guess I'll say. Like if you even this goes for anyone that wants to be a doctor, you don't want to be a doctor, find something you like. It doesn't matter how late it is. Like this podcast is so unique. And I'm not gonna mm-hmm. say this like you guys are doing it for college apps <laughs> holy crap this is so unique and this is such a good idea you can write your mm-hmm. college app essays on this and like you know what that's a great idea you can tie them to so many things my unique thing is i'm into american sign language and i know that that's so crazy <laughs> no it's awesome people always say that but i did service leadership at closed stores we work with especially these whatever and i kind of was like oh my god asl is really big and so asl is what i stuck to i taught asl at elementary schools and stuff and that was what i wrote my college essays on because you know what how something that stands out can i tell you how many brown girls Played varsity tennis. How many brown <laughs> girls had my same 4.4 GPA? Mm-hmm. How many brown girls took the same APs? How many brown girls got a 1500 on the SAT? How, oh my god, like half my school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you need to find something that makes yourself stand mm-hmm. out and makes yourself mm-hmm. unique and stick to that and make sure it's something you like to mm-hmm. do. Make sure it's something mm-hmm. that you're good at. Like, mm-hmm. find something you're good at. Something unique. Um, Like, what's something crazy? Like, okay, my friend John Estrada, he's a male ballerina. Stick to that. That's unique. That's yeah. unique. Oh, yeah. That's unique. Like that's college is gonna be like. Yeah. You're a male ballerina. Yeah, I'm a male ballerina. Yeah. Like do something that's oh, yeah. unique. Stick to it. And I think that would be you know something that makes you really stand out in colleges. Just find some way to make yourself different because at this point everyone is the exact same. Mm-hmm. Everyone is this smart. 
everyone has this SAT. Everyone has this GPA. Mm-hmm. Everyone did that varsity sport. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to say, everyone did that varsity mm-hmm. sport. Everyone did was president of three clubs. Mm-hmm. Everyone has 100,000 volunteer hours. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But, like, you got to be different. And I think that's, like, the most important. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, before we close out, I just want to ask you, what keeps you motivated? Like you've been so qualified, you have had this long history, and you got this road ahead of you. What keeps you on track? Because obviously, you know, it's a lot of work. And what keeps you motivated on all that? Honestly, like medicine has been my dream. Like I cannot even talk about like you know this is like so like romanticizing, but like thinking about myself and thinking about my future and thinking about how I can't wait and. 15 years when I'm a doctor and I get to like be a doctor in a hospital running around and not even that like thinking about like residency right now probably like the hardest years of my life oh my god I am so excited mm-hmm. and I think that like, self-motivation is really important like oh, yeah. you kind of have to realize like if you want to be like if you want to be a doctor like that bad if you want to go to school that school that bad you have to be self-motivated you're not going to get through it mm-hmm. and also like that's also there's so much competition at Culver Storms oh my god it's ruthless especially mm-hmm. in my grade it's like you fall out, oh, you're out. You, you slip yeah. up, you're out. You slip up, you're out. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you gotta like stay on top of it. And that sounds so scary because I already said I got so many Bs and stuff. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like class rank like 40, like two or something, or like 30, I don't even know. But like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to like, you just have to like keep pushing yourself. And I think that's the hardest thing in your biggest like competition is yourself. But like, like try not to fall into the stress and taking care of yourself is so important. Oh yeah. We do not talk about that close. Sometimes kids that will like get like a C in a test and start bawling. And that used to be me. I was that kid. <laughs> I was a kid that got really? a ninety two and A B and cried. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. But you have to just keep yourself motivated. You have to take care of yourself. To find ways to enjoy yourself. And like I have a mm-hmm. very prevalent social life. I know people always say like, how do you have time to do all this? You make time. You make time. Oh, and yeah. You make time and you. I wake up early. I wake up at 6 o'clock. School doesn't start until 8.30. Mm-hmm. I wake up early. I go to the gym. I sleep by 11. I sleep really early out of all my friends. You just mm-hmm. have to find something. Find a routine that works for you and keep that routine going. And just mm-hmm. keep motivating yourself. <laughs> I think that's, like, honestly, like, that's so hard to say. But, like, take care of yourself first. And if you take care of yourself first, like, school becomes kind of fun. Like I said, school is mm-hmm. fun for me. I hated school. I love school. Mm-hmm. I love school now. Not to say that I don't miss, like, maybe one to two days per week. But, you know, <laughs> like, I love it. And it's just keep pushing yourself. And, like, literally romanticize, like, the living hell out of school. Go to Starbucks. Put your headphones in. <laughs> oh, like, yes. That's me in 30 minutes like, right now. Like, and then, like, write your notes and just put pretty handwriting. And be like, yeah, oh, listen yeah. to your, like, oh, yeah. like, music. Romanticize it. Be it. Like, make that Pinterest oh, yeah. board. Like, do it and i think that's awesome yeah. that's awesome that's so inspiring yeah and to keep me going through junior uh-huh. year right now yeah. <laughs> no, junior year was rough but like it's almost over yeah like, yeah almost that's over. true it's almost over you're almost at the finish line and everyone always says like you're almost at the finish line max we're max. literally almost there yeah. we're literally almost yeah. there right keep pushing keep pushing keep mm-hmm. pushing yourself mm-hmm. Yeah. So obviously this like talk about medical it can go on forever and so yeah. if you honestly if you have any questions if you're listening like hit summer Dude, up literally <laughs> like my snap is my first name last night. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll um, yeah, definitely. I know I talk so much. But. Yeah, Summer, thank you so much for just being real about it. There's yeah. so many There's so many things that people think medical school is or think that they have to be or have to do to get into it. So I really appreciate you just coming here and being real with it yep. and making sure you really emphasize that being unique is number one. You don't have to just have the grades and oh, have yeah, the sport. No. You have to do what you love. And if you do what you love and you do what you're passionate about, then that's 
that's what's going to take oh, you yeah. places. But it's not to say that the GPA and that doesn't matter because you kind of yeah. have to have both. And I oh, yeah. That. You definitely have to have both. But, like, if your GPA is, like, okay, there's people at 4.9. you got, like, 4.4, but you're, like, amazing, like, I don't know, like, race car, like, <laughs> like that. Okay, that's different. You're different. And yeah. I think that's really yeah. important. Just making mm-hmm. sure that you're different. Because yeah. everyone's yeah. the same. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Be so you. Just, be yourself. Yeah, I yeah. think we can end yeah. off on that note. As long as you be yourself and you're confident in who you are and what you love, then I think like that's that's what's gonna get you far. In trust life. the journey. Yeah, trust, trust the, the process. Yes. And think about like all this is right now, especially college stuff coming out. It is what it is. Where mm-hmm. you're going is where you're meant to be. That's how I think about it. Mm-hmm. If you get rejected from the school, you get waitlisted from the school. That's not meant for you. Mm-hmm. That's not where you're supposed to go. Oh, and yeah. I think like don't stress over factors you can't control. Everyone's so stressed about UCLA's mm-hmm. coming out on Friday. Well, don't stress about it. You already sent your application in. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it right now. Don't worry about it right now. Definitely. And that's yeah. hard to think yeah. about. But yeah. Well, so, just to end off on a less... Fun end, note. Yeah, fun <laughs> note. Um, we'll go ahead and do our songs okay. of the week. Um, I can start off. My current okay. song is... Um, Matchbox by Rainbow Kid and Surprise. I love Rainbow Kid and Surprise. Mm-hmm. Hopefully one day I see them at the Red Rocks. Oh, yes. One day. <laughs> Mine is Young by Vacations. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, the album's Vibes and Days. This song, special note, My one of my best friends, Tia, she went to GCU. This was like our song freshman year. Um, she texted me the other day, and the first thing I thought of was this song. So, special shout out to my bestie. This is actually so funny, because I have completely 100% other opposite end of the music taste. You guys are like, <laughs> I know you guys have such... Lauren has amazing music taste. Oh, like, yeah. I oh, know yeah, you guys I know, have yeah. Thank you. So, my favorite song right now I've been listening to... I've been I love Bryson Tiller, but I've been listening to a lot of Sonder recently. Shout out Carly, my best friend, she put me on. So too fast <laughs> by Sonder. It's Brent awesome. Fires, if you guys yeah. know who that is. But yep. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much once again, Thanks. Summer. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Hopefully you guys like aren't annoyed with my No, voice. no, I, I okay. learned so much and like yeah. I have so many questions it's to ask really you off mic. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. But okay, well, yeah. thank you guys so much. Yeah. I'm so excited. Please hit me up if you guys have any questions. I love talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. On that note, we'll see you next week. And hit up, hit us up if you want to be involved. any questions yeah. and anything. Let us know. We're always here for you. All right. And on that note, nay. nay. <laughs>